Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. That's right, I got a name for it. I got the name because I was having a rough day at work and I thought to myself, what am I doing this podcast for? What am I going to be doing all my creativeness for? Oh, wait, to get paid um, to eventually earn some sort of living or something. I'm not talking about getting rich. I'm just saying to make enough to be happy. And with that in mind, here's a quote that will is like the opposite of what I'm doing. <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite of what I just said. And it's from the Bhagavad Gita, which is a the, Hin, the Hindu Bible, pretty much. Or it's a, like a poem, something like that. You have the right to work, but for the work's sake only. You have no right to the fruits of the work. Desire for the truth fruits of the work oh the cat wants in baby boy come on in sweetheart come on in sweetheart come on you have the right to work but for the work's sake only you have no right to the fruits of work desire for the fruits of work must never be your motive in working never give way to laziness either perform every action with your heart fixed on the supreme lord renounce attachment to the fruits be even tempted in success and failure. Be even, yeah. Uh, for it is this evenness of temper which is meant by yoga. Work done with anxiety, best results. Oh, work done with anxiety about results is far inferior to work done without such anxiety. In the calm of self surrender, seek refuge in the knowledge of Abraham. They, uh, they who work selfishly for results are miserable. Okay, so to me, um, it uh, it kind of the reason I'm doing this is because, um, more of the will and uh, the whole do what thy will will be the whole of the law. I feel compelled to do this, and it might sound weird, but I feel. I feel like deep down I'm I got this I need to get out positive messages, okay? But also with my dark sense of humor. Um so with that in mind I'm not it's my will. I feel I'm driven to it. It's not I'm not doing it to to just seek capital gain just to seek money i'm doing it because i feel kind of compelled to i feel like that's what i'm here to do and it says uh perform every action with your heart fixed on the supreme lord um don't give in to anxiety and those who work selfishly for results are miserable and i guess it means it um selfishly for results are miserable i would say that that means living to a a, a higher standard like i know this i'm i know these first few episodes i'm not going to get a thousand views or listens so i'm not going to work for that i'm just going to keep on doing and hey if i i don't know 
the results are going to be what they're going to be and I'll be fine with whatever. I'm not assuming, seeking that it's going to get popular overnight. I know most things have to go 100 episodes before they get their walking feet. Uh, there's only a few things I wanted to talk about. going to go back to the brain hemisync. I'm halfway done with disc two. So far, um, there's six discs, so still a long way to go. Um, I am on track three of six, and now we're doing focus 12, which is even a deeper state where your mind is even fully awake in it, and it's more like you're connecting to the outside forces. Um, you're connecting more with this realm, I would say. Um, they also teach you, like, so if you have a very strong question and you don't know the answer to, think of 12, inhale, and hold <laughs> until you have the answer. Um, hopefully you get the answer. If not, you're going to exhale because you can't breathe anymore. While I'm doing it, because <clears throat> it says your mind is fully awake and your body's supposed to be asleep. And my body will move by itself. I mean, you do that when you're asleep too, so I'm not thinking... <clears throat> much of it but I'm also fully my brain's fully awake so then I'm also puzzled thinking to myself am I actually moving myself or is it just subconscious so to get to focus 12 you get to ten, the 10 state and then you slowly count to 12 so I, what I like to do is I go like 10 10 I just breathe in and think of 10 and then I moved it 11 and then I moved 12 it's weird because like I was just saying I move my body, and it seems to be I move it more when I'm in the 12 state than the 10 state, which I don't know if that's supposed to happen or not, because I know in focus 10, your body is supposed to be asleep and your mind awake, and then in 12, your mind's supposed to be even more awake, so is that just making my subconscious even more awake too, or more moving around? Well, that's my brief little uh, brain hemisync update. Still slowly plugging along with that. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about um, imagination and uh, visualization because last episode I read and talked about the middle pillar a little bit. And right now I have the names down. I have the colors of your chakras down. I have the placement down. And the only thing I can't do is really visualize that great. Um, and that kind of goes back to... It's kind of like a conspiracy I kind of made up. Um, and I'm a conspiracy researcher. I like my conspiracies. And it boils back down to Neville Goddard's teachings or sayings that the imagination is God. Your imagination is God and you can, if you can imagine it, it can happen. 
in the conspiracy is that with all the further advances of technology, it destroys our imagination and visualization. I can't even pronounce that word. My stupid tongue. Um, and I would like to think the powers at B know that. <laughs> and here, here I go going off the deep end crazy. So they want to make us less powerful and less godly um, because we're beings of God and we have the power to change ourselves and through the changing of ourselves, change the world around us. I'm not talking about the entire world. I'm talking about around us, kind of like around our aura. So, um, I'm not going to move on to the next step of the... I mean, I kind of have the next step of middle pillar, which is um, the moving of the holy bright light energy from left to right around you and then front to back around you. Trying to uh, get the... Once again, the holy light, the, the powerful white bright light from the <laughs> say that five times fast i can't i can't even say it twice in a row but the powerful bright white light from the source of creation whatever you want to call it through you and uh align your chakras and make you more heavenly i guess divine so with the visualization in mind uh and uh Neville Goddard on topic. That's kind of why I believe in the simulation theory. Um, that this is all once <laughs> I I believe in the simulation theory and boom because I think it's just sort of a simulation, or that um, I don't know. That's what I like. I like to think that partly because it's kind of fun. Because if that's true, I don't know, it's just so wonky. Because I, I truly believe that if enough people believe something, then it becomes reality. Or if if enough people believe in it, it becomes true. That is why like large pools of people can all collectively believe something and it be true. And the best way to see that is with politics and <laughs> and not to get much into that but and um with this simulation theory in mind it's ha- has anybody ever ran across anybody that's like an npc and for those who don't know what an npc is in video game terminology that is non-playable character so it's just somebody that just repeats the same dialogue again or you know, you're walking through town and you hear, oh, no, 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 or whatever, grunting or the same conversation. Um, or just people that aren't like wired right or coded right. I'm not talking about like challenged people, but that could be considered that. But uh, I'm talking about just like my example is for a customer, instead of saying what it is they describe so like the programmer program them to recognize what things are but they 
forgot to put in the what it is. So, for example, they know what an apple is. They don't know the word apple. So they say, do you have the the spherical round red fruit? Because they know it's a fruit. And you're like, hmm. Like, you know, stem and core seeds. They say it has cyanide in them. Don't eat too much. And you're like, you're talking about an apple? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, red sphericals. You're like, okay. Yeah. Or they know what something is, but they don't know the the, the look of it. Um, And I was talking to a guy in produce, and he's like, yeah. Some guy, uh, maybe he was colorblind. Maybe that's another reason some people aren't wired correctly. Um, he's a guy asked me for limes, and I go, yeah, they're right over there with all the citrus. And he's holding up lemons, asking if that's a lime. Maybe the guy was colorblind. Maybe he doesn't know. I mean, he said he was an older gentleman, but, I mean, limes have been a- around for a long time. Oh, did you hear that burp? I mean, that's what they used to use to help with scurvy, limes, and lemons. I'm a big fan of the simulation theory and trying to manifest stuff. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I've been lucky. I mean, I did the ladder thing, which worked, and I assume I manifested and shift into the right plane where well obviously I did because it didn't happen um but where my sister didn't commit suicide um so if that (laughs) okay sorry just talking about that kind of brings a sadness in me but hey it didn't happen so, um, and there's a couple things I'm trying to manifest, and uh, I typically almost every every night I write down some I am statements. I am successful. I am creative. I am loved. I am wealthy, and I fill the whole page up with that. Um, before I was writing down specific stuff or more like a one sentence you know and then I also have scripted things out like oh you know my 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 podcast is doing well and uh, my, my sister's enjoying it she doesn't have any anxiety coming on and talking because I did record one episode with her and uh, it was not that great so it's probably never going to be put out Unless she wants to talk with me again because we were trying to talk about childhood stuff. And she does not like to talk about our childhood memories. I have the good ones and she has mostly the bad ones. But anyways, so what I'm trying to currently manifest here and then in the long run is the long run I'm trying to manifest that I keep my house and uh, 
By that I just mean buy my sister out. Not like it's getting foreclosed on or anything. I own it. Um, I have no house payment or anything. But I'm trying to manifest that I keep it because my sister and I, my older sister and I had a falling out. Well, my whole family and my my sister had a falling out because of her boyfriend. And not to get into that. So that's what my long-term goal is, and right now, um, it's been about nine months since I, my, me and my ex had a falling out, which, whatever, I'm not trying to manifest her back, but I am trying to manifest somebody else. Um, February, I, you know, Tinder, I, uh, didn't hook up, but I started talking with a girl. And it was just so similar. Um, both like mushrooms. <laughs> um, both like the Criterion Collection. You know, I said, I think I said something like, you know, I like old movies. Old, um, did I say old and bizarre or old and not well known or something like that? She goes, oh my God, I have a collection of older, lesser known movies or something like that. And I'm like, Criterion Collection? Question mark? She's like, oh my God. So like this girl, I'm not going to name names, but this woman, so similar. And we talked for about a week and then nothing, like we talked on Tinder and for like a couple of days and she's like, hey, you know, I'm not on this that much. So she sent me her phone number, right? So we started texting, and then it just stopped out of nowhere. Like, started texting, then nothing for a day, and then, you know, I texted her again, and then, you know, texted me maybe once, twice back, sporadically, and then nothing. Um, I don't know if it's because, I don't know, because the last thing I said was like, hey, I would really like to get to know you, even if we're not dating or in a relationship. Hey, I'd still like to have you as a friend because we got a lot in common. So maybe that stuff is weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm too nice of a guy. So that's like off-putting, you know, too nice might mean death. (laughs) I don't know. But, um, so for off and on, I I was uh, visualizing a text from her which hasn't happened and then I was also visualizing um being at her I was just saying apartment with her roommate because I assume and she introduced me to Maya Deer Dearden Deeran something like that some uh old school female director from back in the day and she has said she had a collection of her films so I would visualize uh, her and I sitting on a couch and we're watching the movies, short films, and she's asking me about it and I respond and, you know, we're smiling because she gets me and I get her and I've been doing that off and on for, I mean, I haven't done it recently in the last few months, but for probably like a good Two, three, 
two months, I would say probably two months off and on, no, maybe three months off and on, just visualizing or writing it down or just confirming, saying to myself, you know, oh, she likes me, but nothing's happened. So maybe there's the the skeptic in me because although I really don't know her, we had so much in common that I would like to get to know her. Maybe I should text her. But, I mean, on Reddit, a lot of the Neville Goddard stuff is like, they texted me, they texted me, and not too many people are like, I texted them first. Maybe I need to text her first, see if... uh get this ball rolling again because it was just so eerily similar all the stuff and and she was like this like her theme song or whatever on tinder was like this badass ethno um jazz or you know like um like a fila kuti type of stuff uh, whatever that stuff is um I can't think of what, what that genre is called, but even that, I was like, damn, like, you have a great taste in music. It was just mind-boggling how <laughs> how similar we are. We Or it seemed to be, I don't know, maybe that's what threw her off. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to try some more, and I'll let you know. <laughs> but uh, like I said, well, see, a lot of people will be like, yeah, I did it, and then I stopped and gave up and just said, I'm going to leave it alone, and then it happened. So that's kind of what I did too, you know. I did it off and on two, three months, and then I said, eh, okay. Well, a lot of people, they quote-unquote gave up or stopped, and then it happened. So let me try that. And now it's going on six months later. And still nothing. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I should just reach out. And I also thought, well, maybe, you know, the virus. Because it was, you know, right bef- before everything happened. It's like the end of February into March. So I was like, oh, maybe that's why, you know, she hasn't texted me. She doesn't want to go out and meet anybody because of the virus. So once again, I'm putting these thoughts of... I guess it's a rational thought, but still. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so long-term, I'm keeping the house short-term. Well, I guess long-term, too, because um, I would like a... Well, once again, I really don't know her. <laughs> but from what I do know, we're very compatible. Um, but... I mean, I guess long-term because the house thing is going to take a long-term. And short-term because, hey, she could text me today, for all I know. Um, <laughs> uh, do people want to hear more of this personal stuff? <laughs> uh, how I'm alone. Just me, my sister, and my cat, and my parents <laughs> that come over quite often. Uh Shit. Well, to to change it up to uh, something a little less um, desperate, a little less personal, (laughs) 
I've been playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima, if that's how you pronounce it, and I'm a big fan of samurai shit. I'm a big fan of uh, samurai shit, and the game's awesome. But in samurai shit, a huge lone wolf and cub. That's how I'm like envisioning, except for I don't have Daigoro, or however you pronounce his name, the cub. Um, if anyone's a fan of Ghost of Tsushima, pretty much watch any Akira Kurosawa samurai movies, um, or uh, Zatoichi, the Zatachi, Zatoichi, I don't know, one of those, The Blind Swordsman, Lone Wolf and Cub. Um, there's plenty of other ones that aren't old as shit, but th- that's what typically I watch, old samurai movies. Uh, awesome. Lone Wolf and Cub is probably one of my favorite film series of all time. I'm reading the mangas again. I'm on, t- I just finished 20 this morning. Last night, yeah, last night, and I got eight more to go, and then from there, I think I'm gonna read Lock and Key, or Bone, is this something people would want to hear me talk about my, oh, I just got a text, I was like, oh, is it her, you know, fucking, did it happen, on recording, on microphone, on, uh, but no, it didn't. <laughs> it was just a red box text. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're a fan of it and you want to watch stuff, I would suggest that. I don't really know too many recent newer stuff. I'm sure just a quick Google will give you stuff to watch. But uh, my suggestion is those. Any Akira Kurosawa samurai movies? Uh, oh, um, if you don't, if you want samurai themed Onibaba, that's uh kind of uh, a horror movie. These two uh mother daughter they get samurai and they push him in a pit, I think, or they kill him one way or the other. And then eventually they kill one and put on one of their masks and it takes him over. And then there is uh, Kuroniko, which is another horror samurai stuff. And once again, mother and daughter, they got um, raped and burned alive. They set the ho- fire down, the, the house on fire, shit. And they pray to some sort of demon um, to resurrect them, bring them back from the life, and they'll just kill samurai, and they be- become these, like, werewolf type creatures, cat cre- well, cat creatures. Kurniko means black cat. And uh that one's good. You um I don't want to spoil the ending. But there's a little twist, a little love story in. Um that's good. Um Three Outlaw Samurai. I don't think that's Kurosawa. Trying to think of more. Anyways, you can always just Google it. There's plenty of them. I mean, I'm not going to know all of them, but I'm going to know some of them. And those are my suggestions. So, um, so I try to keep these around at time of the episode, you know, some podcasts go for an hour longer. Um, I could probably do that if I had somebody to bounce off ideas with, but this is kind of just like a I don't know what this is going to turn into. 
right now it's kind of like a, a weekly update on my spiritual practice, spiritualism, what I'm learning, what I'm practicing, what I'm trying to do to grow in, I guess, that with a little sprinkle of um, everyday slice of life bullshit. Oh, um, also, the the reason why I named it I'm Sick of This Place is not only just because I'm fucking sick of my job, um, and but sick of this place in the scheme of I believe in reincarnation and or something along the lines of that that we just kind of keep coming back until you reach enlightenment in magic, Buddhism, religion, all that stuff, Hinduism, Christianity. It's all about trying to reach heaven, become one with the universal conscious, whatever you may believe or think or whatever. To me, it's kind of all one and the same. Hey, as long as you're doing good and not hurting anybody, hurting kids, um, good for you. Whatever's working, continue to work on. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of this place because I'm trying to eventually not reincarnate, not come back, become one with the universe, become one with the go to heaven, go to whatever you want to call it. Oh, hey, buddy, you're back. So that's another reason why I came up with this title. And I still don't have a sort of outro, so have a good day.